0: It is the most wonderful time of the year for sports. Football's going strong. The baseball playoffs have just started. Hockey opening night is tonight. We got college football still, and college basketball is right around the corner. We got the World Cup in a month. It is definitely the peak year of the time, peak time of the year for sports. Welcome back to another episode of Too Many Men. My name's Eric Johnson, joined by Zach Riley, John Gallietto. Yes, we're doing this episode in shifts. Yes, right because <laughs> because we, we, we were we were lambasted on Friday for for not coming on. I want to make that perfectly clear. Now it was it was told where, where Zach was.
1: Yes. Told I had an uh, excuse.
0: Yes, it was told where John was. I was what at was post I, I was at post Malone. <laughs> Pretty cool concert to miss, though? Yeah, yeah, but I, I want to shout out Tom for apparently not knowing who post Malone was. That can't be true. He he said, "Who is that in the that chat?" Can be true. This has got to be I'm calling him right up. now. Are you actually calling him right now? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Holding him accountable. <laughs> I mean, I just I can't I
2: can't take that for what it's for, for face value. You're telling me he does not know who Post Malone is?
0: Tom, you
1: didn't know who Post Malone was? Who the hell said that? Eric and John.
0: It was in the chat. You said, "Who I is didn't that?" Say it. You, John didn't say it. I, that's why I was under the exception because you he said, said it, it in the mad. chat.
1: I was. I figured it was sarcasm, but I I didn't know for we sure. We wanted to make sure. All right, I'll, I'll get back to you on it later. Oh, so no. All right, sure. I that as a no. Thank you. <laughs> All right. So J- he, Tom does not know.
2: He seems clearly he confused to on who he is.
0: Yeah, he he's a little mixed up. <laughs> Listen, it happens to the best of us. It does. It's 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 okay. I'm trying to find the spot in the chat where it was, but the quote was "Who is that?" Because I saw it. Because you put the photo of Scherzer in the jersey. Yeah, I said I'm at Post Malone, and Tom said, "Who is that?" Either or is unacceptable.
1: He could have been talking about the Scherzer picture. (laughs) Let's
0: see. We'll see. Listen, if if, Tom, if you are talking about the Scherzer picture, we are sorry. I'm not sorry. He doesn't. I know he's not. I am. (laughs) But I was at Post Malone. I loved it. It was a great day. Uh, I guess I guess we need to start start uh, the sadness. The Mets losing in the wild card series two to one to the San Diego Padres after a rough showing on Sunday.
1: I, it's a sick joke, man. It really is. This whole season to lose the division in the final week, and then just to go out and have a piss poor performance at home. I have no words. I have no words.
0: Deflating, absolutely.
1: As I said before the podcast, the optimism was through the roof all year. And it it was quickly deflated as if somebody just took a a Bowie knife and chopped it in uh, like a
0: milk carton in half. And there was good reason for us to be optimistic, right? 101 wins. This
1: was the second best wins we've ever had as a franchise. We had a right to be in the moment and enjoy it and honestly i thought we were going to do better i don't know what happened I, I could not tell you what happened but it sucks and all we could hope for is steve cohen and his massive bag of money to just bring in some more players because we need a lot of help
2: i like i didn't get to watch this game on the way like a uh on live on TV I was driving back from Maine on Sunday you, night you were you were, we you were, were the fortunate one john but we we were listening to it on the radio uh, never mind we were driving through it so no, and we actually got to tune to the WFAN uh, was, broadcast yeah. and i think and i'm i'm sure you probably heard the same part i'm talking about then like when it was the last like our last inning the last the bottom of the ninth and they were just talking about like the hollow feeling that comes from this, you know, like after a magical season, you know, where it really did feel like at times where this ha- had like a team of destiny feeling, you know, like we had these amazing wins.
1: Even, you that, know, more than just a like, a little bit less than a destiny, at least a playoff run, you know, something, yeah. you know, like going deep to the championship series, like something.
0: The and second, like the second best record in franchise history. Yeah.
1: We, the, the next best, I think, was 108 in 86
2: like, every spring training, like, this is what they said, every spring training, you know, like, fans of our franchise, like, the franchise in the MLB, we go in with such high hopes for what our teams are going to do, you know, and then, they like, starting with game one, there's 162 more games after that for them to, you know, potentially get an opportunity for them to go in the playoffs and make some noise, you know, that's what it's all about, you know, And, and for us, you know, everything about this season made it seem like, okay, this is a good opportunity where we can do something this year. And we got there and then we just, that's the thing. We just, we didn't do anything after that. It's like
1: this whole team.
2: Oh, like all through September, man. It's the heartbreaking thing is just that thing. We kept hanging our hat around that easy part of our schedule. It's like the team kind of internalize that and they just let their took their foot off the gas man that's we got our worst slump of the year
1: yeah
0: yeah and i said last either last week or two weeks ago i said this isn't a collapse it's a choke the wild card series was collapse. yeah there's no reason that we shouldn't have been able to at least get past the wild card series no matter who the opponent was you know
1: on on the brighter side yeah We do have we have some good prospects that came up and showed us that they can provide some help. And, you know, obviously Alvarez only had one home run, but, you know, he did decent, decent. He, I, he hit hard, hard balls. He was hitting some deep flies. He was doing some good things. Vient, or Batty looked good when he was playing before he got hurt. And Vientos looked okay when they gave him a chance. So
2: go ahead. the only Sorry. thing we
1: really need is bullpen help. We have bats that are coming up through the, the pipeline and it, it's just a matter of them hitting. I do and think we they need to figure out some free agency as well.
0: I think they need a power hitter. I really do.
1: Yes, we do. We need another power hitter. I and who knows? I don't know what is gonna do, but maybe we can find a good outfielder that can give us some pop in the lineup. I don't know.
0: Now I've I've heard rumblings of interest in Judge. I don't think if you misjudge, it's the end of the world. I think somebody no. like Jock Peterson would do great. But there is
1: no doubt in my mind that he's that Cohen is going to open up the checkbook to him and see what he says. Oh, there's, like, no, there's no risk,
0: no doubt. In my mind.
1: One thing I am looking for in this off is a DH, and that is Michael Brantley.
0: Not not Darren Ruff.
1: No, that uh, I. Would probably stop watching if they rolled Darren Ruff out as DH again. <laughs> that
0: like, and it's sad because literally how JD Davis was doing in San Francisco. I'm like, man. Yeah. It's funny how like the entire fan base wanted JD Davis ran out, and when he got Trey, are like, no, not for that. Um.
1: It was like but- they st- we just how we stole Davis from Houston. Uh, the giants stole JD Davis from us, like it was essentially free. He he ripped our pockets and left. It's pretty crazy.
0: It's it's a disappointing time. Yeah, it's it's absolutely it's it's a gut punch, you know, because we invested because we invested so much into this team, Zach. I know you are watching every single game.
1: I will give you, I get I have a total count. Yeah. I watched 153 games
0: this year. Is that a new high for you?
1: No, I'm usually around that. Okay. I usually, I mean, if I'm not watching, I'm listening. Either way, I'm, I'm paying attention to this game.
0: Everything. Yeah. And you know, I know we've all we've all been to games this year, and the atmosphere at City Field when we were there, and I know, absolutely. and I know, I know absolutely Zach, because I've ran into you at multiple. Yeah. It was just different this year. It was. And it really felt like this team was going somewhere in the playoffs. And to just be let down like that, gut punch. Absolute gut thing punch. thing
1: was not doing anything at the trade deadline. San Diego got better at the trade
0: deadline.
1: Yankees got better at the trade deadline. Cleveland mm-hmm. got slightly better at the trade deadline.
0: The Yankees Braves
1: Donald got better at the trade deadline.
0: Last, last year, the Braves at the trade deadline got essentially all the pieces they needed. Philly well, got better at
1: the a... trade deadline.
0: Yeah. And, you know,
1: it's it's just – and it sucks because, yes, we didn't want to give up that many top prospects. But at the same time, you know, it's it's a long-term process. We're not here – they're they're there trying to make this an every-year playoff baseball team.
0: You don't need as many prospects as you do. You know, this no, is a no. now baseball club.
1: I still think we could have traded Maruccio and uh, – You could have. Pientos for something. Like there yeah. were options out there that I think that they, but who knows? I don't know what those conversations were like, but, but there f- were a lot of uh, different players that could have been traded, and they just didn't didn't do it.
0: And free agency this year looks absolutely loaded. I can see. It's gonna be uh, fun,
1: and yeah. I'm. If I'm right, uh, Cohen's bumping it up 173 million the budget, something like that. It's in that area.
0: By the way, before we move on to the rest of the playoffs, I am looking through the Instagram chat. Yes, that was sarcasm from Tom.
1: <laughs> it seemed like it.
0: That that's that's what it was. I could tell, but he said, I literally do not know who that is. Sarcasm 101.
1: Well, I'm not taking that as sarcasm because how could you do, tell during text messages? So, Tom, you need to figure it out and learn to pop culture.
0: Well, I don't again, I don't know if it was to, it might have been to Scherzer for all I know.
1: Right, I'm. I, I don't. There's no context. He doesn't know who both is.
2: Exactly. Assume. Assume the the worst. Yeah. Exactly.
0: <laughs> there you go, John. So from one wild card team that was a disappointment to another wild card team that was a disappointment, Toronto. Mm,
1: I didn't expect they were so mediocre
0: all year.
1: I didn't expect them to go deep, to be honest. And I loved Seattle's, uh, Seattle's momentum going into the playoffs.
0: Yeah. They, so Toronto blew an 8 1 lead to the Seattle Mariners, end up winning that series, going to the American League divisional. And the main thing about Seattle I wanted to talk about was their game tonight against the Houston Astros. They were up, what was it, 7 2, I think it was?
1: Something like that. Yeah.
0: And, and they lost. They 8, did. 7. Actually, they
1: they didn't score any runs after that. So
0: controversial move. pulling closer Paul Sewold. In for starter Robbie Ray. Robbie Ray promptly lets up a three-run homer to Jordan Alvarez. And that's all she wrote for game one of Wait, the LDS. Did Seawold pitch the eighth inning? I believe he did. Let me check the box score.
1: I mean, if he did and he let up all those runs, it makes sense. Because they let up well, they let only let up two. In the eighth inning, uh, let's see. Did he pitch?
0: I'm I'm on it now. He yeah he, he did choose th- Uh he did not I believe.
1: Yeah no well he said he pitched point two of an oh yeah I guess the so, yeah, eight pitch. So he
0: got three. he got the two thirds in the ninth. He got the two outs in the ninth.
1: And then that was it. Wow, he got two outs. They should have just let him
0: roll with it. But I texted Zach this, and this this is a stat that stuns me, Jared Kelnick has yeah. more postseason hits already in his career than Mike Trout.
1: It's a tough stat to, to be uh, as a Mets fan.
0: <laughs> well, is is it? Like, I think that's more of just the Angels' incompetence over the past number of years.
1: That too, yeah. yeah. But it's, you know, our prospect that we traded. Granted, Diaz worked out. So, like, I'm loving yeah. Diaz. we're all loving Diaz.
0: Yeah, I think he's. Seeing, uh, entrance song uh, next year, though. Depending on who you ask, he could be the top priority to bring back next year for the Mets. So Houston is up one nothing in the ALDS. We got the other ALDS game going on right now. It is still one one between the Guardians and the Yankees. Yeah, Yankees just um, went one two three. How about the Phillies being the Braves seven to six one team right now. Yeah, they have momentum on their side. There's two hot teams right now, and it's uh, one on each uh, uh,
1: division or not division not league between San uh, was it Seattle and Philly. So, yep.
0: so before we get into the football games, knowing pretty much all of game ones wrapped up, besides the Padres, Dodgers, and Guardians, Yankees. Uh, what are your series predictions? I'm going to run through each series. Give me the amount. Give me the team. Give me how many how many games you think it's going to be. So, let's start with the one that already wrapped up: Philly's Braves. Knowing the Phillies took Game One of the NLDS, who do you think wins that series? I still think it's going to be Atlanta in four. I just think the Braves are the more complete team. However, Wheeler Nola back to back is going to be a little bit of a struggle.
1: As much as I hate to say it, I think it's going to be Philly. Really. I really do. They have a good pitching staff right now. It sucks that they don't have uh Robertson. Oh no, he pitched today.
0: No Robertson. No, Robertson's off the roster because he hurt himself.
1: he got the oh, this is Friday. That's why.
0: Yeah, he hurt himself. Celebrating the Bryce Harper home run in yeah. the wild card series.
1: So it sucks that they don't have him, but I still think that their starting pitching is good enough to get past the Braves.
0: All right. So you have Philly in uh Philly in three, four, five.
1: Hmm. I'm going to say four.
0: I, I don't,
1: you know, no, I'm going to say five. I think it'll be close. The Braves are going to be able to win a few games.
0: John, how about yourself? Phillies, Braves, and how many games?
2: So I'm inclined to agree. I think this is going to be a close series, but I also want to go with Zach here. I think the Phillies are are the hot, are the hotter team right now. And I think that you're going to find that they actually had an advantage here. You know, to play in the wild card round and having their bats all get hot at the same time, right in front right time for the playoffs. So,
0: so both you guys saying Philly in four? Yes, okay. uh, five
1: actually. Five, yeah, five, yeah.
0: Same, same for you, Zach. Okay. Yep. All right, let's let's go to the series that it, the other one I I know we're not looking forward to: Padres Dodgers. <sighs> I, I'm I'm gonna say L.A. in three. I just think that uh, I just think that again the Dodgers are they're a 111 win team for a reason, right?
1: I mean, just like how the Mets happen, yeah, the record doesn't really matter at this. I point.
0: know. And I know that the Dodgers have struggled as far as keeping their arms healthy. You know, what? I'll go Dodgers and four. I'll I'll say the Padres get a game. Yeah. No. Um, Zach, what do you think?
1: I'm still gonna say Dodgers. I think they they are. Far and away, the most complete team. Um, I'm gonna, I'm just gonna have to go with in five, it's gonna be a 2 2 yeah. series, and I think the Dodgers pull away.
0: Mm-hmm. I again, I think they got to be the favorites, you know, as oh, far yeah. as the World Series. Uh, John, Dodgers or Padres?
2: I am inclined to go with the, the Dodgers here, but. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm, I'm gonna take the Dodgers here, but I think the Padres are gonna gonna give them
0: a a good series. Dodgers and five, Dodgers and five, yes. So, after that first wild game in Houston between the Astros and the Mariners, uh, I think I think the Astros are gonna take in five. I do, uh, but please sign me up for four more games of that because that was just that was a movie uh, earlier. Zach, are you are you on the Mariner train?
1: I'm on the Mariner train. I think that's, you know, they put up a good fight today. They, it was a tough loss. The bullpen couldn't hold it. But, you know, it's still they're still a good ball club and they're going to bounce back. I'm going to say it's going to go to five as well.
0: Yeah, I think game five of that in Houston is going to be something that I think everybody should watch. Yeah. Uh, John, what about you? Mariners or Astros? Uh, I mean, Obviously, a big punch in the mouth for them,
2: giving up the the lead and allowing Houston to walk them off in Game One. But I'm still I'm still rooting for the Mariners here. Give me the Mariners in five games.
1: Go, John.
0: I will say this though: I think whoever wins that series between Houston and Seattle is going to the World Series from the American. Yankees. Um, Yankees Guardians is a tough one because there's a part of me that says yes, pick Cleveland, pick Cleveland, but. I know Cleveland's record against the Yankees in the postseason, especially in recent years, is not great.
1: Yeah.
0: This one might be the one to bite me. Give me the Yankees in five. Uh, and while we're on the Yankees, the whole world is Chapman thing, he was sent home, uh, missed a mandatory workout on Friday, and he is not on the division series roster, and it is likely that his Yankee career has come to an end.
1: He didn't do too well this year anyway. It's not like yeah. I, don't, I didn't expect him to come into the playoffs and just go complete 180 and, or 360 and throw, you know, or 180. Yeah, sorry. And, you know, I, I don't think it's a huge deal or a huge loss for the Yankees because their bullpen's been so still good even without him because they've been barely using him anyway.
0: Yeah, he had a 4.46 ERA, I believe, something like that. Uh, this year, by far the worst year of his Yankee career. Um, but I can't see him putting on the pinstripes ever again.
1: I mean, he, he got injured because of a tattoo in crunch time, like of trying to get to the playoff. We're Supposedly. Like, not, not for them, but.
0: Supposedly, that's the rumor going around.
1: I mean, but. I saw a couple headlines. So if, if that's what a bunch of people are reporting, that's what I'm going to take out of that.
0: <laughs> so, Zach, knowing it's 1-1 at the top of the fifth right now, do you think that the Yankees or the Guardians will win this series? As much as,
1: obviously, I'd love Cleveland to do it. But I think the Yankees are going to do it. And it, they may. I think Cleveland wins tonight once Cole is out. Since, you know, Cleveland's pitching is really good, actually. Oh, yeah. I'm talking myself out of it. I'm going Cleveland in
0: five. Because the Guardians have Savali, Quantrill. They already sent out McKenzie. They already sent out Shane Bieber. Like, that is arguably – the best rotation in the American League. I think them in Houston. Although Seattle's making a run with Castillo at that yeah, time.
1: They, they got Castillo going Thursday. So I don't think that winning or losing tonight's game was a huge loss. They have a – for Seattle. Sorry, I'm jumping back. But Seattle got a huge bump from their lineup tonight, and I think that'll carry over into a Castillo start as well.
0: They also just extended Castillo for five more years yeah, uh, a couple of weeks back. Uh, John, are you – are you with me with the Yankees or Zach with the Guardians? R-
2: riding with Zach once again here. Hold on. I think, on. Like you said, Cleveland's pitching staff is like, uh, elite, and I think they got a good uh, advantage over the Yankees in that department this series. So, yeah, give me the Guardians in five. And if they,
1: Sorry. If they can just get past Cole tonight, like, I think that every other pitcher starter for the Yankees is relatively hittable except for Cole. Yeah. And even Cole has had his moments.
0: And then they're moving Tyone to the bullpen. You know who the Yankees would have really liked in this series probably? Jordan Montgomery. Montgomery. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, You guys had the exact same predictions, Philly, L.A., Seattle, and Cleveland all in five.
1: Let's go, John.
0: Yeah, we ride. So that's our little mini mini playoff preview. Um, Made the strong survive. And expect the unexpected because we are completely blindsided right now. Well, we are, but I don't
1: think the rest of the league is.
0: I know. I, I you know. I don't know. <laughs> Again, hundred one wins just to only win one playoff game is just going to
1: take me until January to, to yeah. get over this? So once the winter meetings start rolling around, and, and that's sure. that's when I'll forget all about this.
0: Well, I think you can tempor- I think you can temporarily forget about it on when it comes to Sundays because let's oh yeah switch over to the NFL. Week five, the Giants pulling out a big win across the pond defeating the Green Bay Packers 27-22. Now, I will flat out say it, I was not awake for this game. I was. I, I, yeah, that, I was just going to hand, hand the reins over to you because you know more about this than I do. Um, what did you see out of the Giants that really impressed you?
1: Brian Dable has lit a fire
0: under this defense and even
1: the offense. Daniel Jones, in every start so far, has been bleeding and getting hit and like running all over the field and making plays. And he's proving himself to be a worthy NFL quarterback. And I'm so excited for this team. Barkley is running all over the field and to have this team in the fi- second half, just shut down the Packers the way they did it, it. was euphoric. It really was. And I really thought Aaron
0: Rodgers was going to kill somebody.
1: Because he looked very upset after the game.
0: I mean, they shut down Aaron Rodgers. Yeah.
1: that's. I mean, the, the, yeah, he doesn't have a lot of weapons. But still, that's, that's a tough feat to do.
0: From my purple and gold heart, thank you for yeah. this win.
1: It's all right, Eric. You got to help us out, though.
0: Yeah, yeah, I will. I will eventually help you guys out. I'm, I'm going to the schedule
1: right now to see if you do play any.
0: Uh... We play the Giants on Christmas Eve. You're no, gonna lose that no. for
1: them. That's not what
0: I want, Eric. <laughs> well, uh, where is here? Your... So here's the thing: we play Washington November sixth. So oh yeah, all right. that. Uh, the Dallas, Yeah, we do play Dallas. I don't know when we play Dallas though. You, I'm looking at it right now. You play them on November twentieth. Oh, we have a back-to-back stretch of Buffalo and Dallas.
1: Uh, Thanksgiving.
0: No, we but we play New England Thanksgiving. You do. Yeah, so we're both playing Thanksgiving, Zach. Very exciting.
1: Actually, and this is such a great year for the Giants to be – like this is huge for the Giants to be on Thanksgiving and having the year that they're – hopefully, pray to God, that they're you know, still moving smoothly at that point. But they are over the moon, surprisingly. If you asked me a month before the season that we'd be 4-1, I, I would have laughed in your face.
0: Zach, our schedules, I realize, are very similar because we both have a Thanksgiving game, both have a London game, and this is an exchange we don't have Thursday night.
1: Sorry, quick thing, Yankees, uh, Donaldson hit a ball deep right, well, I wouldn't say deep, it's right field in Yankee Stadium, but hit the top of the wall, over to the outfielder, threw it to second, he was, should have been on second, I don't know why he wasn't, I think he maybe he thought it was a home run. Oh, that, um,
0: that's close to home run.
1: Yeah, because I think they're just going to take a look at it, but he got caught in a rundown going back to first.
0: Oh, well, how, how do you review that, you know? Well, let's see right now. Oh,
1: it hit the top of the wall and bounced back in. I don't think that's a home run. No fan touched it. People were going for it, but no fan touched it. it bounced right back in.
0: Well, I will say this. I just saw the play. It's either a home run or an out.
1: I, oh, it's 100% out, I, yeah. in my opinion.
0: Yeah. So we'll, we'll keep an update on the Yankee Guardian game going on. If they uh, but- touched
1: it. But, yeah, sorry, sidetracking us.
0: This is is a big win for the Giants. Like, this is is easily the biggest win.
1: This is a statement win for Dabble. This is huge for him. And I love the energy he brings on the sideline and after the games. You know, I've seen a lot of videos of him in the locker room and walking off the field just so pumped up. And we haven't seen a coach with that much fire in years. And it's really, it's making my day.
0: So I wouldn't want to be the team that plays Aaron Rodgers next week in this kind of bad mood that he's in, right, John? <laughs>
1: yeah, not at all.
2: Oh, well, listen, I I don't I don't really think I would have much concern concern for any team p- that's playing the Packers with the way that they're playing lately. I mean, listen, that's that was a great win against the Giants. I'm not trying to discount that at all, but I'm there both. is definitely cause for concern in Green Bay with the way that they have started great the first two halves, the yeah. in the first half in the last few weeks, and then. Especially against the Patriots, I feel like that's even worse. The fact that they had Bailey Zapp come in and he was able to was lead some drives and come and tie it in that game to overtime. You know, like, what's going on there? I mean, I feel like they have this run, these two amazing running backs there with, A, like with Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon that they're just not using as much and they're just forcing Rod. Rodgers keeps throwing, forcing Ver- 50-50 balls to nobodies, to be honest, so far.
1: Oh, all right, quick thing about the Giants. I'm seeing this on ESPN uh, as of two hours ago. The New York Giants punter Jamie Gillen did not travel back with the team from London, sources told ESPN. who remains overseas as he deals with a passport issue.
0: Uh, yeah, They I saw they were working out punters, but it's not. The, uh, the assumption is that he will uh, be punting uh, for the Giants on Sunday against Baltimore. By the way, that Josh Donaldson home run slash out. out it was an out it was.
1: Oof. and i uh, i just one more thing on the giants
0: yeah this upcoming schedule is very
1: favorable to us it
0: is there's a detroit game in there a houston game in there seahawks a jaguars Yeah, you got the A's i honestly
1: South. think we can beat the ravens this weekend too you got indy yeah well that's way down the road but
0: yeah but still you know you got you got that matchup with indy
1: Yeah, no, but I mean, the next four games, we got the Ravens this weekend. I think this is winnable. We got the Jaguars, which they've been looking good, but I still think that's winnable. And then you got the Seahawks, which, again, they've been playing well, but I still see that defense stopping. If you can stop Aaron Rodgers, you can stop Geno Smith. All there is to it.
0: Yeah, and, again, the NFC East right now, absolute dogfight.
1: It's crazy how we went from the worst division in, in the entire league
0: to one of the strongest.
1: Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, granted, it's five games, but still, it's not. And, and, and the Cowboys are not even being led by their star quarterback. Yeah.
0: Um, but by the way, so we'll, we'll talk about actually, we'll talk about Dallas when we get there. But moving on first, first game, of the one o'clock slate. I mean, a demolition by the Buffalo Bills. 38 to three against Pittsburgh. This is the Steelers worst loss. Since a 51-0 defeat at the hands of Cleveland in 1989 when Chuck Knoll was still the head coach. I mean, they were outmanned. They were outplayed. You name it. This was an ass whooping. Gabe Davis had yourself a day. Three I mean, three receptions, 171 yards, and two touchdowns.
2: Like and like, the for the first one that like the first touchdown, the ninety-eight yarder is just how does that happen? On third and ten, out of his own, out of Allen throwing that out of his own end zone, basically. How does that happen? Like, how does the defense give up a play like that? Because it's Buffalo, yeah. that's why. I don't know. I just like, yes, Buffalo. Buffalo, like obviously, they 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 look like the class of the NFL right now. Like they like they seem like they should be the favorites odd like odds on to win the Super Bowl, but I mean the Steelers defense. How, like How is it that they've completely imploded without T.J. Watt?
0: It's, they've fallen apart.
1: Kenny Pickett did like, look pretty good, too, even though he didn't throw a touchdown. He threw 300 yards, over 300. I,
0: I was going to say, Kenny Pickett, the words I would say, thrown to the Wolves. Yeah. Here's I mean, your first good. start, and it's going to be against the Buffalo Bills. Yeah, and one of their best like teams they've ever had.
2: Yeah, listen, he, he probably had one of the most impressive zero-touchdown performances I've seen, yeah. considering he, like, he honestly he looked pretty competent there. Yeah, think... Just, it's, yeah, but you're saying,
0: like, it's just, you know, a, a tough draw. You know, anyone against Buffalo is going to be tough. Think about this. The Steelers are a Evan McPherson field goal away from being 0-5. And, and think okay. about that. Like...
2: <laughs> That's, that, that, like, that was a game that they tried to give to the Bengals so many
1: times 2 one Yankees. Uh, uh, right after that play, there was a, tr- a triple. And a, a sack. Double, a double, that, double down the line, and he missed it, went right through his legs, made it a triple.
0: Sack fly, I saw from Trevino. Yep. Anyway, Buffalo's four and one. And again, John, like you said, looking like the class in the NFL. Yeah. I'm going to admit, I did not see much of this Charger-Brown game. Uh, L.A. gets the 30-28 win uh, in the game that they needed. But I did see Austin Eckler, again, two touchdowns, about 200 yards on the day. Chargers
1: starting off slow, coming back in the second half.
0: Yeah. Chargers
2: fans, the one thing I'm seeing online, they're getting mad at Staley and, like, the
0: the way the defense is performing is kind of ridiculous, oh- John, I saw that from charger fans, and I do feel for all fifteen of them.
2: Listen, so that's what you say it's a very
0: all the very vocal majority of them they're all yeah. bad. listen, I will say this. Staley is far from the worst coach in his own division. I'll say this, I think he's the second best coach in his own division yeah that's that's saying something, yeah. Because he's ahead of Nathaniel Hackett. And I heard Tony and Tresh talk about that on Friday. So I'm just going to give my brief, very brief two cents on that game. One of the worst games that I've seen. And if Amazon is going to get those types of games. And they might on Thursday with Commanders versus Bears. They got hoodwinked. Because that was pitiful showing it was it was yeah but i'm not gonna get too too far into that but yeah chargers are three and two cleveland two and three and if you're cleveland if if you're holding 500 with jacoby percent until Deshaun watson comes back i'm gonna be real with you i don't think you could be much happier
1: yeah honestly and he's not playing bad his stats on sunday he's through 230 230 yards and one touchdown no interceptions
0: 21 for 34 uh he he did throw one interception, but
1: really it I doesn't
2: say here. Usually it does. They were also a missed field goal away from winning that game. Yeah.
0: Careful. Yeah, they were. But Nick Chubb. 17 carries, 134 yards, oh. two touchdowns.
1: When I went into the
0: advanced stats, I do see the interception. <laughs> But usually, they, usually they when it shows you the there. line
1: on the game, it shows you the interceptions and touchdowns. So
0: I, I it's how it's, a, it's how the media wants to portray it.
1: Yeah. <laughs> they don't want you to know how percent really did. Yeah. Like, it really matters. They lost.
0: Yeah. The Houston Texans finally have a win with a 13-6 to victory over the Jacksonville Jaguars, and this feels like a game more that the Jaguars lost than the Texans won. Yeah, but- I
1: can't believe – Jaguars were looking really good offensively the last two weeks. And then just to come out at home against Texans and just fall flat.
0: It is Jacksonville's kryptonite. They struggle against the Houston Texans. And this has been like this for years. And I, I don't understand it. Houston won three and one now on the year. Uh, not a good day for Trevor Lawrence. Zero touchdowns, two picks. Just a frustrating day for Jacksonville. I'll say it. He's, he's played like shit the last two weeks. Oh, I know that's really breaking your heart, John.
2: No, I'm. I mean, listen, because I know, I know my quarterback's also under just as much scrutiny. So, I know as soon as he has a two a zero touchdown, two interception game, I'll I'll be hearing it. But I'm just saying, like, as a fantasy owner of James Robinson, it's been frustrating as fuck the last two weeks with him just turning the ball over in the red zone. Like, just come on, let's give the ball to James Robinson. It's just like it's guaranteed five yards every time.
0: Zach, to make you feel a little bit you know, better about what's going on in Jacksonville, Evan Ingram got 10 targets. That's well, good. Six receptions for 69 yards for Ingram. Well, uh, there are three Evan, though. How many, yeah. have, how many after, of those
2: targets turned into interceptions? <laughs>
0: yeah. But after the Jaguars started off so strong, it has just fallen apart in the past two weeks, to say the least. Oh, man. And the Minnesota Vikings once led this game 21 to three. They were down 22-21, but they scored the go-ahead touchdown with less than two minutes to go to beat the Chicago Bears 29-22 to claim, and I'm going to say this, first place in the NFC North. It's been a while since I've been able to say that. might be the first time I'm able to say that on this podcast, first place in the NFC North. You're welcome. Yes, thank you. And I, I this is when I could say the thank you uh but yeah minnesota kirk cousins started off 17 for 17 in this game
1: pretty good yeah he ended 32 for 41
0: yeah that's a, and honestly that's a, that's a pretty good kirk day i can't no. Have that's, you know,
1: that's that. a great day he got me a lot of fancy points he's been on the he's doing better than my other quarterbacks so who's your other quarterbacks uh in my uh dynasty i got kenny pickett who i drafted this year i got uh kirk cousins more uh no sorry uh justin fields and baker mayfield
0: mm-hmm. yeah, okay i i'm sorry for for beating you in the uh in the oakland league yeah you know
1: uh, the, a lot of my players underperformed this week i was very shocked
0: yeah when i saw Naeem hines michael pittman and jerry judy only get me 20 i was concerned i was like there's no way i'm beating
1: that uh, and when i saw my score i, was, I had like 40 points going in this sunday night i was like
0: as I, honestly what did it for you was the pittsburgh you had the pittsburgh defense Yep. you know the minus 3 points um they, had but, plus
1: 20, they were plus 25 at one point That's
0: yeah so. i was like oh my god remember that cuz i remember looking at it and i holy
1: crap they're doing well <laughs> but,
0: but yeah minnesota moves to 4 and 1 and i want i want to hear it from from you guys cuz i'm going to say this with rose colored glasses is Minnesota one of the top teams in the NFC? And by top teams, I mean, like, top, like, six. A playoff team. Are they a playoff team right now? They're a wild card team. I don't
2: I, – I, if, I, if I had to bet, I think Green Bay
0: figures it out. I still at do. At some too. point. I still do, too. I know Minnesota's the betting favorite, but I still think the Packers win the division. Like, the,
1: that's – The way Darren Rodgers has looked, I don't think it's, like – that far out of the realm to say just a wild card and they don't win the division.
2: Again, it's, it's like, I could see it going either way,
1: but oh, I
2: I, I'm more inclined to like have faith in the pack of, of Aaron Rodgers and the pack, figuring it out. Cause again, like as I said, they got those running backs and I feel like if they had to lean on those guys heavily to win games and have Rogers be an elite game manager and just take care of the ball. I mean, who else is better at that than him at taking care of the ball? So,
0: Yeah, like I said, I think, I think Green Bay is still the favorite, but wild card. I, I, it's got to be wild card, you know, especially after starting four and one.
2: All I, right. I think that's, that's what you have to. I mean, like, it, it would be a tremendous
0: collapse for you guys to not be a wild card. Team. You guys have a lot of talent on that roster. All right. Whoever's, whoever's the Jared Goff fans on this podcast, I want to hear an apology.
1: I'm not a jerk golf fan. Never have been.
0: Specifically Trish.
1: Well, Trish ain't here. He's
0: I know, but but I will I'm waiting for the apology. 29-0 loss at the hands of the Patriots.
1: That was bad. Pretty sure I bet some
0: I'm
2: still a golf believer, but now but I, line, I have my doubts about uh, Dan Campbell.
1: I'll say that.
0: Yeah. I was yeah. a Lions
1: believer, not a golf believer.
0: I was we've talked and by we, I mean John, Trish, and, and myself. We've talked about how going to Detroit has helped Jared Goff. I still do. And this Patriots defense was just relentless when it came to Jared Goff. But man, losing 29 nothing.
1: It's a statement game for uh, Bill Belichick yeah. after that loss last week.
0: Zappi threw for 188 yards. Ramondre Stevenson, 25 carries, 161 yards. I mean, they shut him out. Flat yeah. out shut them out.
2: I just I I want to know what the fuck to deal with the devil Belichick made to be able to get these corners, these like insane cornerbacks. Oh, are you not a, are you not a Jack nowhere. Jones
0: fan, John?
2: Yeah, I like Jack Jones. Jones Jonathan that. Jones are like three of like a Like I've never heard of them before, like two weeks ago, and now like they're ten like three of the top ten corner, two of the top ten corners on
0: like PFF. I'm like what the fuck? Like <laughs> When Brady was in New England, it was a cycle. It was have a really questionable draft class, Belichick motivational speech in the summer, some unnamed, some players you've never heard of, performed really well, get to the playoffs, win the Super Bowl. That was, just, that was the cycle. But now, even with Brady gone, there's still these players like these Jack Joneses, these Miles Bryans, these Jonathan Jones that are just showing up for the Patriots. And that was a massive, massive win. A lot of us took lines plus three for the spreads yep. because we thought, come on, it's a third string quarterback and the way the Lions have looked, they've been the number one scoring off. They've been the number one offense in football. They got shut out.
2: Yeah. That's yeah. a, state, the like, a, Sorry, a no. statement from Patriot defense.
0: Yeah. What are you going to say, Zach?
1: Well, everybody was so high in the Lions the last couple of weeks and they just, Trish was drinking that juice. I don't think he wants to drink it after this week.
0: Are <laughs> right, they now? One and four? Lions are one and four. Yeah.
1: Thanks.
0: I will I will say this though. I think, John, you might be, you might be onto something. You know, Dan Campbell seems like a great motivational guy, but he's got to get wins in that win column.
2: Yeah, like listen, it's is the same exact argument I made with a few weeks ago when I was on my wits' end with the Jets. You know what I was saying with Sava. You know, all that all gas, no breaks, rah 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 bullshit. You know, goes a long way. You know, in the off season, but then when the season starts and you're still losing, you know, that can get very grating real fast. So that's what I'm saying. Motor Motor City Dan, we all love him. You know, Hard Knocks made him very endearing to us,
0: but you gotta have results on the field. know, you can't. And right now there are none. You're not getting exactly
2: Like. and here, I'll, I'll try, I'm going to turn this around into a compliment about your your Giants, Zach. I will say this: Brian Dable came into a situation this year with a m- much more undermanned roster than both Detroit has, and he is them four and
0: one. Mm-hmm.
1: He's elevating his players. I mean, that's what it comes down to.
0: Exactly. Yeah. yeah, and that's that's motivating your player and also showing results. Like I will say this right now. Um. Brian Dable has already as many wins in New York as Dan Campbell does in Detroit.
2: It's insane
0: considering that's it's
2: a little well, it's five games for Dable twenty five games, games
0: for... yeah yeah five games for Dable and twenty two for Campbell. Just think Crazy. about that. Well, who would have thought that the top scoring game of Week Five would be between Geno Smith and Andy Dalton? This game had no business scoring the points that it did. Seattle for the second straight week puts up a ridiculous amount of points, this time 32 and a loss to New Orleans. In a game in which the story was Taysom Hill with four touchdowns and 112 rushing yards.
1: And even Alvin Kamara picked it up this week.
0: Yeah, 23 carries, 103
1: yards. He he needed a game late. I don't think he's had anywhere close to that to start the year. As a fantasy owner, it's been tough.
0: Taysom Hill also threw for a touchdown. He did. Um, But the story here for Seattle, how about Geno Smith, gentlemen?
1: He's outplaying his predecessor, who he took over for.
0: Who would have thought that?
1: I don't think you, you could have asked That's Russell what? Wilson last year and he would have laughed at you.
0: Oh, we all would have. I <laughs> Like Vino Smith, like the guy who couldn't get it done with the Jets is now now all of a sudden. Is this his permanent starting position for a while? Until proven otherwise. Like, like I'm actually, I don't know, like this is the hot thing. I'm
2: getting I'm starting to get a little bit more convinced. I'm starting to drink the Gino Kool-Aid here, guys.
1: That's a good
0: idea. No, you're – I will tell you this. You are not – you're not delusional at all because I am I am on board with this. Like I mean, he's making some tough defense. throws. He does.
1: He does. Yeah.
0: And if it weren't, if it
1: weren't for the defense, they would have won this game against the Saints.
0: They did lose Rashad Penny, torn ACL. He is out for the year. I love him. I know. <laughs> I'm a, a, brave poor guy. I'm a Rashad big Penn's Rashad game. Penny fan, but – Kenneth Walker is presumably going to take over most of the snaps uh, in Seattle, but man, I, I feel for a shot Penny. He cannot catch a break.
1: Yeah,
0: um, Seattle moves to two and three, but a very respectable two and three, considering where they where expectations were this year. All right, all right, let's let's hand the floor to Mister Gallietta. Hmm. Oh, this 40- my time. 40 to 17, the Jets throttle the Dolphins. To be fair, who it, it No, it was it was Skylar Thompson under center for the Dolphins. But I before before we, we go into the Jet game, John pointed out that nobody believed or nobody nobody was on the side of John and Tresh when they they picked the Jets.
1: I picked the Jets the last three weeks.
0: I um, want to point out that Tony and myself were the only two people that didn't pick the Jets. Really? Yes. And John said, Are you doubting Trish and I? No, we are not doubting you. We doubted the Jets. And they responded with 40 points against one of the better defenses in football. John the, floor is yours. If this is what comes from your doubt, guys.
1: Please,
0: um, don't keep,
2: keep it coming. I have not doubted the Jets this year. No, he is not. No, no yeah. sorry, you guys is too too broad. You Tony and you Eric, yeah if this is what, if this is what comes from that, please, by all means. pick, pick the pack, pick, pick the cheese this week. I mean, if the, I think that this team, I cannot tell you how good that win felt on Sunday, honestly man, because that that like we have not won a division game. In 12 straight instances, man. That was that ended a losing streak that had gone on since 2019. And we fucking since, scored 40 points against the Darnold's, Finns. Since Darnold's rookie year. We like the Finns, dude. Like you have no idea how like good that felt. Because listen, yes, it was it wasn't against two, right? But yep. you think about this. Think about it like this. A few years ago, like two years ago, if if this was the Jets team under Adam Gase. And if, if it was under Teddy Bridgewater, even if it was the third-string quarterback that came in, there is still a very high percentage chance that the Jets get blown out by two scores in that game.
0: Don't want to interrupt. Am me? I wrong? It is now four-one Yankees. Anthony Rizzo two-run right? home Are you serious? No, but, but uh, no, yeah. no happiness, in? John. Happiness, go. <laughs>
1: The last time the Jets had a 40-point game was October 14th. Weird how it's October, uh, 2018 against the Indianapolis Colts.
0: Yeah, John and I were we were looking at that the other day and we're like, wow, it's been that long since the Jets put up 40. But John, John has every reason to be excited. Right? Yeah, like let me like let me go like yeah, let me give the guys
2: the highlight. Sauce Gardner, every living up to the hype, man, he is I, I, I was banging the table for Sauce Gardner at four for months before the draft. You know this, Eric. I was like, dude, Sauce Gardner. I want Sauce in the yeah. Jets.
0: I don't know. Yeah. I don't care how we get him. I want him. I I did my mock and had Sauce Gardner to the Jets. And I, I showed John and John was like, yes, it's a great pick. I showed Zach. Zach was like, okay, yeah, that's a, that's a pretty good fit. And everybody like on the podcast like, yeah, that's, that's really good. I show everybody else. Nobody bites. They're like, there's no way they're they're going sauce. I'm like, they're gonna take Sauce Gardner at four. Like, and it's gonna be a perfect fed. Just saying. Like
2: all of the like a lot of analysts and people said that uh, taking a second say taking a cornerback was just not like what Salah would do. Like that's because like apparently they would say that his scheme doesn't prioritize like elite corners like that. But dude, five weeks in. And he's allowed a little bit under 160 passing, like receiving yards to anyone he's covered, and he's done that against receivers like Tyreek Hill, Jalen Waddle, Deontay Johnson, uh, Mark Andrews, Jamar Chase. Like, it's it's like it's very early to say, but like, dude, we we got a little baby Revis again. Like, I'm and I'm I'm so happy about this
0: baby Revis. It is also the first
1: time that the New York Jets and the New York Giants have a winning record since twenty fifteen.
2: Yeah, and I like think, I'm, like I'm so happy I can enjoy that. I'm so happy I can enjoy the Giants being four and like having a winning record because my Jets are also doing good. It'd be hard. It'd be really bad. It'd be really hard, like you know, for me to deal with that if we were like on the basement again
0: this year. I it's believe it's
1: I... awesome you're used to it. It's just like how we're used to the Mets thing.
0: I. I <laughs> That's true. <laughs> I believe I said it before we went on the air but all three of our teams are currently in a playoff spot we are yeah like that feels sure. good pat, pat ourselves on the back because it's yeah, been a we, while yeah. since we've been all able to say that it's been a long time <laughs> yeah but okay. yeah we got miami next week and i don't know who's going to be under center for the fins
1: i don't think it's going to be Tua, it to be i
0: don't think it's going to be Tua. it might be teddy um in his return to minnesota but yeah this is John, you should be you should be very 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 pleased. I very, said last, I said last week if you win against Miami, you know there's there's legitimate promise, and you didn't just win against Miami. You throttled Miami
2: without
1: to
0: it. Without to it, yes. the
2: whole running game came to life. Brees Hall showing why we drafted him a total we can't, a total star. Ninety seven rushing yards, hundred receiving yards, and a touchdown. Uh, like this draft class was amazing and it's i'm like I, I cannot be more thrilled with where this team is at right now and, and we're in a position where like i like yeah we were talking about this before where next week we can go in the green bay and yes obviously there is the concern of playing a pissed off aaron Rodgers. you cannot take that for granted but if our team plays like if we scheme right you know we have the secondary to cover up the cover they're not really special receivers and, you know, we have personnel, like, where we, we have to focus in on their running game in Tunyon. You know, I can see a path to a win. And the fact that I'm talking about seeing a path to a win against the freaking Packers five weeks into the season and not just being, like, penciling it in for an automatic blowout, that just shows you how far this team has come.
0: What Robert Sala should do is put that Jair Alexander quote in front of the Jets locker room. What was this quote? Jair Alexander pretty much said, "Well, it's the Jets. We can easily get back on track." That's how you lose. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, it's, you, can't, it's... you can't underestimate
1: teams, and it's like what probably what they did with the Giants this week. He probably said the same thing, like, "Oh, after the Patriots, when oh we got the Giants next week, we're gonna fight, we're gonna roll right over them." Yeah, it doesn't work like that. If you have that mindset going into it, you're not gonna have the fight to win that game more than
2: the other team and uh, and here's the thing with them I think they're due for a little bit of a humble pie with, with, with what they're doing because I don't know if you're familiar with this Zach but I was telling Eric that teams that play in London they actually have a choice of when they take their bye their bye week and so normally a smart team will take it right after their London game yeah. because you know why not why not get rest you know you're a little jet lag you know just get back on track. The Packers are like, oh, we got the Jets next week. Well, Then the next week
0: after that, we'll, we'll, we'll be fine. And the so, dir- By the way, Zach, I, the, the direct quote from Jair Alexander was, quote, I ain't worried, but if we lose next week, then I'll be worried.
1: All right. That's not that bad.
0: Because you,
1: you should be worried if you lose next week. But, you know, like, yeah, you could say you're not worried, but, you know, they're still a good team. You, you, like nobody would have thought the Giants would have done what they did on Sunday morning, and and they're and as you said, John, too. They're coming back from London. You don't know what the hell's gonna happen.
2: But yeah, the fact that it's, we're even talking about it being a game is just great. And like I, I'm, like I'll be, ha- I'll be thrilled if we win, obviously. But if we if we lose, it's understandable. Again, it's Rogers pissed off Aaron Rodgers, who needs. Like who they need to get right. So then we have the Broncos the week after. We have then we're playing a struggling Broncos team the week after. Denver. So you can we can beat Denver. beat Denver. We can easily beat Denver. Absolutely beat like, Denver. This is a team like right now. like we're actually in like the AFC is much weaker than we all thought going into this season. So I'm not I'm not saying I'm not gonna be that guy being like playoffs. I mean right now, but hey, listen, we keep this trajectory Perfect. and we 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 win some of these games coming up. Then hey, maybe I maybe you will hear that come out
0: of me. As I've said with the Jets the goal this year should not be playoffs but steps forward you are definitely hitting that goal so far. Yes, 100%. Definitely. Let's move on to the battle for the NFC South. Tampa beats Atlanta 21 to 15, but that is not what anybody's talking about from this game. It is the roughing the passer call from Grady Jarrett to Tom Brady that cost Atlanta a chance to get the ball back. I mean Brady gets call?
1: those calls, man. Yeah. So that's what it comes down to. Brady gets Brady gets those calls. Well, so
0: does Derek Carr, apparently. We'll get to that with the Monday night game. Yeah. But,
1: but more than likely, if you if you lay your hands on Tom Brady, you're risking a penalty. No matter like more than half the time.
0: And there was rumors that it was a makeup call for the non-pass interference. There was just that whole thing, but I don't know. I just – I still think it was a bad call nonetheless, and you know me. You know how much I am the biggest Tom Brady fan on this show. Yeah. But that was a bad call. It was a wrong call.
1: And it's just
2: like kind of confounding at this point that we still see this kind of officiating, this destroy and take over games really, you know, this completely change the outcomes, you know, in 2022 when – Video review is all over sports like, like you know, like soccer and like, you know, it's, it shouldn't be like this. It's, 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 it's unbelievable. It's just kind of like we saw this tw- two game two games in a row on Sunday and Monday, like in a national like, like in, in
0: front of an in a national limelight. So like people are aware of this. You can't keep letting this happen. Yeah, this was the main game on Fox, too, during the one o'clock slate. And also that was inexcusable.
1: Yeah, and it also isn't a good look that Tom Brady threw 52 times and only threw one touchdown.
0: Mm-hmm. How do nice. you throw that
1: many times and th- throw for 351 yards and not get more than one touchdown? I, and the touchdown, I guess the
0: Falcons secondary, too. Yeah. The touchdown went to Leonard Fournette, too. Interesting. Did
1: he have any rushing uh, touchdowns? Yeah, he did have a rushing. Yeah, oh, he had He had a receiving. That was,
0: uh, yeah. But, yeah. It's, again, just a blown call. That's all I could say. And who knows what would have happened if Atlanta got the ball back.
1: Yeah. Never know.
0: The battle between two mediocre teams, Tennessee comes out on top, defeating Washington 21-17. I really don't want to go into too much detail about this game. I want to go into detail more about Ron Rivera's comments when he was asked why are the other – nfc east teams ahead of washington he had a one-word answer i believe i I know what it is do you want to yeah john what was that one word quarterbacks quarterback
1: see that that's a tough thing to say when you're trying to get this new quarterback acclimated to your offense yes obviously he doesn't like what he's seeing on and off the field that's the only thing I can think of whoa, for why he said that. Because I, I feel like during a season, you're not trying to lose the confidence of your starting QB. It was also, I mean, as much as it's already been lost.
0: It was also clarified uh, yesterday afternoon that he said that he wanted he wanted Carson Wentz, and that he believed that Wentz could be built around for the future. Pick one, Ron. Yeah, really. He needs to figure it out. Pick one. Otherwise, you're going to find oh, your way out of town. That explains why they're three and one or one and four. So, one and four. They, By far the worst team in the NFC East, and that's not just from a record standpoint. That's from a personnel standpoint. That's really, yeah. A a, uh, a culture – not a culture standpoint, but a, uh, a morale standpoint.
1: Shout out to uh, that well, – who's that wide receiver that got shot and came back this weekend? Oh, yeah, oh, Brian,
0: Robinson. Back. Brian Robinson yeah. came back. That was – that, great moment. Great moment. Absolutely fantastic. I think they'd win <laughs> after that. 21-
2: got a, they got the Bears this Thursday, so yeah, it's leave. an opportunity to get a win on the
0: board. Yeah, yeah we say that. <laughs>
1: yeah. All right, what's the next game?
0: Yeah, I think that's all we need to talk about when it comes to Tennessee and Washington. Yeah, not much. All right, another – Another game where I really don't want to talk about more of what happened, more of, more of the aftermath of this game, San Francisco defeated Carolina 37-15, to 15, but it resulted in a house cleaning in Carolina. Head coach Matt Rule has been fired. Defensive coordinator Phil Snow has been fired. Both were in, I believe, their fourth seasons with the team, at least Matt Rule was. Matt Rule is sitting right now on the best job in America because he gets paid $40 million to sit at home and do nothing.
2: Yeah, I believe he actually gets eight hundred thousand dollars a month for
0: the next forty That's months. Really?
2: Yeah, it's it's insane. in
0: In two plus years in Carolina, Rule compiled compiled a record of eleven wins, twenty seven losses, no playoff appearances. Last in the NFC South last year, and he was by far the favorite going into the season to be the first head coach fired. I think we can all agree on this sentiment in that this was expected. Yeah, I think we oh, all definitely. saw we got we all kind of saw the writing on the wall. We just didn't know if you know David Tepper and Scott Federer would pull the trigger and you know make the move to fire rule. Steve Wilkes uh, is now the interim. Many fans will remember him from his one and done year with Arizona, where he went three and thirteen. And right now, as of October 11th at 9:48 p.m., the Carolina Panthers. Should be considered the favorites for the number one overall pick in next year's draft. I mean, with how Baker's played, yeah. I mean, also,
2: when Baker not even playing next week, right? Isn't it PJ Walker time? Baker is
0: out for two to six weeks
2: with a high ankle sprain. So, yeah, the dark days ahead in Carolina. But I mean, depending on how you act, like who
0: you ask, with rural being gone, I guess brighter days ahead. Yeah. There are rumors right now of potentially a fire sale happening. There have been teams reportedly making calls to Christian McCaffrey and making calls for DJ Moore.
1: I feel like McCaffrey – well, McCaffrey probably wants out, definitely. But he's also injury prone. So I don't know. I mean, are yeah. definitely going to take him. But
0: And I think in regards, to, in regards to DJ Moore, I think he would
1: – He could be utilized well somewhere.
0: Yeah, he would definitely be better – you would be better used in a new new offense. The Giants have been one of the teams linked to DJ Moore, believe it or not.
1: I'm okay with that. I want them to get Beckham back low-key.
0: Yeah, and there's rumors about where Odell Beckham could end up uh, next season. But, yeah, Carolina. I, I like the hiring of Matt Rule as head coach. Granted, I thought seven years and the amount of money he was getting was too much, and – sure enough, seven years, and the amount of money that he was getting was, was one of the main reasons it all backfired.
2: But it shows you how much like we all really know about football because I remember when Jets hired Gase, I remember Rule was the guy I wanted most before like we hired him. I was like, yeah, he turned Temple around. That's exactly what we need. He's going to help Darnold around. Like, around. He would help Darnold, you know, and
0: yeah, it didn't exactly work out. <laughs> Yeah, and apparently Matt Rule will be in the mix for numerous college head coach openings when they are available, but I wanted to ask you guys, are you in the same sentiment as me that Carolina is the favorite right now for the number one overall pick? Uh,
1: I'd say the Commanders are making a strong argument.
0: I've, I like that. I like the idea that Washington can get the number one pick. Like I, I would could it. John, how about you?
2: I think... Listen... I know that technically they have more wins on the board right now. I still think Chicago.
0: By the way, I just want to point out that the Bears have already uh, hit the over for John. John had him at one and fifteen. They got two wins already.
2: <laughs> yeah,
0: and that and those will be their last wins, as far as I'm concerned. Okay, so I know who you're picking for Thursday night.
1: Yeah.
0: Yes. Um. Anyway, back to San Francisco. Big win getting them back on track, scoring 37 points. That's big, and I think that's part of the reason why Phil Snow ended up losing his job was because he allowed 37 points to Jimmy Garoppolo and the 49ers. Um, big momentum boost, by the way. I think the Niners are first in the NFC West with a record of 3-2. and two. Should, we, should we share our favorite Matt Rule golites Oh, First of all, I love the press conference. He's like, "I'm going to bring a a winning culture to this team." Brings in Joe Brady. Thought Joe Brady was a good move. Who's he hire as offensive coordinator once Joe Brady leaves? Oh, Ben McAdoo. Well, I, I think
2: I think my favorite. like really came in the last week. He's he like, "Yeah." In the first half, he's like, "Yeah." Baker seems to really be settling in, you know. And so let's see what what he can do in the second half. After Baker drove through two picks in the second half and scores no points. He's like, yeah, no, listen, we'll do. We'll start winning games once Baker settles in.
0: <laughs> I also want to give a shout out to Matt Rule for deploying the three quarterbacks on one drive strategy that I saw last year with Cam Newton and Sam Darnold. And that was, that, other... was, that was beautiful. That was actually like we just didn't understand it then. A, a beautiful mess. <laughs> Zach, do you have any fond memories of the Matt Rule era down in Carolina? Uh,
1: nothing off the top of my head, to be honest with you. I don't pay attention to them that much.
0: That should signal how his time went in Carolina. Yeah. <laughs> that's all you need to know. But Matt Rule is indeed the first coach out the door. Um, before I move on from Carolina, I do have a question for both of you guys Who do you think is the next coach to get fired?
1: Hmm. That's a I think it could be who's coach the Bengals because they need Zach figure. Taylor. Yeah, either him
0: or uh, now Pete Carroll probably gonna retire. Yeah, yeah,
1: I'm gonna I'm gonna stick
0: with my uh, the Bengals <laughs> choice. Well, we'll get to Zach Taylor because he, he debatably cost his team a win on Sunday night. John, who possibly do you think will get Frank, fired? What was that possibly Frank Reich? Uh, Frank a good one. Where are you going to say? Or Ron
1: Rivera? I feel like didn't the Bengals coach cost them a win like two or three straight weeks? Yeah,
0: yeah. Ron Rivera, I could see if if things continue to go down the the wrong path. I've said Cliff Kingsbury uh, in the past. Um, I I could stick by that, but the more I think about it, John, I think you're onto something with Ron Rivera. Um. But speaking of Cliff Kingsbury, his Cardinals lost 20 to 17 to the Philadelphia Eagles, where kicker Matt Amendola sent the kick wide right. And he was down on himself after that game. I saw the interviews. He was. He shouldn't be. His team could have, should have scored more. Head <laughs> coach Zach Riley.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> Don't Listen, be down yeah, on yourself. You have a, a
1: great quarterback and great wide receivers. There's no reason you
0: can't score over 20 points. The team you let, he let you down. Good. But you gotta score more. You're a good team. You gotta play better. Uh, yeah, James, James Connor did exit due to injury. By the way, I do want to point that out. Honestly, yeah. Did he really? Mm-hmm. Oh no, I, I did. You know Eno Benjamin came in in relief, but James Connor is questionable. Leading rusher was Jalen Hurts. Yeah, and I'll say this: Jalen Hurts right now. Can't believe I'm saying it. He's got my MVP vote.
1: At the moment, yeah, he
0: does the way he's playing right now, and I know that there are some Jalen Hurts naysayers on this podcast.
1: I, I enjoy Jalen
0: Hurts.
1: I am in Oklahoma,
0: specifically referring to Tony. Yeah, because he he is very anti Jalen Hurts, but well,
1: there can be no more slander at five and zero. At
0: five and zero, the Eagles remain undefeated, as did Cooper Rush, whose Dallas Cowboys beat the Rams twenty two to ten. Um, oh. Yeah, this one, I think, took a lot of people by surprise because I know a lot of us picked the Rams last week. As a matter of fact, yeah, I want to just say I was the only one to pick the Cowboys to win this game. I Um, figured this would be his first loss. I really did. (laughs) Yeah, and I'll say this. The Rams, there is legitimate reason to be concerned about the Rams. Yeah. There is
1: a hangover, man. He can't Mm -hmm. hang around it.
0: Listen, they went all in, they got their ring, but now this is the bed that they have made. You know, is dealing with all these contracts and all these these weapons that they have. They've got Stafford, they've got Donald, they've got Ramsey, but they're barely utilizing Allen Robinson. Cooper Cup, great game, but the next highest re- receiver after that was two to at twelve with 54 yards, and that was on one catch. Jeez the Rams cost themselves this game and also the cowboy defense just throttled Matt Stafford. I saw a pick, I saw a blocked punt. I saw a bunch of different stuff
1: at this rate. You cannot sit down Cooper rush whenever Dak Prescott is ready to come back. And I was
0: just going to ask you this Zach, because we had this debate last week and I saw Tony and Trish had it as well. I figured to, that you were the next one to ask once Dak Prescott is healthy do you continue to put Cooper Rush in? I think you have to. I don't. Yeah.
1: Think, I don't think that team is four and one with Dak Prescott. I'm sorry, I don't. Yeah,
0: and, and, and I, I wanted to, to clear up something that happened on the podcast on Friday. Trish said that once Dak returns, he he gets put in the lineup. He shouldn't. I know he I, probably will, but he sure. shouldn't. I was I was more fifty fifty on that. I was really undecided. I think it depended on how this week went, but. The fact that Cooper Rush won, I think that's helping his case a little bit. John, I know, is firmly on the side of get Dak Prescott back in the lineup. I think yeah. Cooper Rush needs a starting position after this year. That's what think, I think. I think the trade deadline, if you see teams that are looking for a quarterback, I think they might be calling Dallas, believe it or not. Yeah. I could see it. Well listen, I
2: I definitely hear like your guys' point that I definitely can see why you would like why you would think that. But the thing is I think with Dallas is they've been able to win these football games with their defense being absolutely smothering, but they've like, how many, wow, point, what's the most points they've
0: scored in any of these wins? Like 27, 28, something like that. They are the only, they are one, one of five ones. They are one of two defenses to have not allowed multiple touchdowns in a single game this year. The other being San Francisco, but they've also yeah. scored more
1: than 20 points. And uh, sorry, except for the first week they've scored more yeah. than that's because Dak Prescott started that week.
2: Yeah. But, but the they other- scored less than – they haven't scored over 30, right? No. I, don't, I, don't,
1: I don't think you have to if your defense is keeping it under 20. Now- but I'm saying sooner
2: or later – sorry, Eric. Sorry, but, I mean, sooner or later, yeah. they will have to play a team that's – I mean, yes, they have a great defense, smothering defense, but eventually a defense is going to have a, play a team like the Bills or – I don't know oh, if they, they play the, the Bills. They got the, the Bibles, Eagles, Eagles, Eagles Sunday night. To-
1: they're going to be gonna, a great game to watch. I know. That's what I'm saying.
2: Eventually, they're going to have to play a team where they're going to have to score over 30 points a game. And I don't know if Cooper Rush has really convincingly showed you that he can put up offense like that. I mean, yes, they've. I mean, the, they I feel really like in some to. of those points, like I feel like some defense has put up some of those points in those games we're talking about. Have they not?
1: Now, I wouldn't say. So, week one, they were up 14 nothing in the first, and they pretty much held it the rest of the way. So then we, if you jump to week 2 against the Giants they were up 17 to 3 at half or sorry 6 to 3 at half then they they blew it away 23-16 um, and then if you go to the next week to the Commanders they had a, an early lead again and coasted in the second half and then if you go to the to the Rams game I I believe we got the same thing here yeah with uh was it 16 points in the first half and then only scoring six in the second. So they're scoring early and they're, and they're trying to hold it.
0: Yeah. And so what happened to John's point, point, Cooper rush, let's, let's not pretend that Cooper rush was the reason they won this game. 10 for 16, for 102 yards. Tony Pollard. Yeah. Tony great game for Tony Pollard. Yeah. But this is the thing. Dallas is winning these games. You know, and I equated a couple couple of weeks back to the Kurt Warner situation, where nobody gave the Rams a chance with Kurt Warner, but they were winning these games. Now, granted, Warner was the reason they were winning these games. Cooper Rush is not. Yeah. But you know, I think I know. Last week we said that the Rams would be a really like a legit test. Sunday night is going to be the real legitimate test. For the Cowboys and Cooper Rush, because if they win that game with Cooper Rush under center, I think I think you have to roll with them. I do. I I say you have to roll with. Here's what I say. You got to roll with Cooper,
2: at least for this last game. This is definitely the game that's going to test everything that I'm saying about, because from what everything you said, Zach, the way that they've been out in front every game. Like this, the Eagles. The, that's the style of play. They've been getting out in front early in all of these games, pretty much. Except and even except for the Jags game when they went down fourteen nothing. But like they've they've been able to like put, show like that like an ability to strike first on offense yeah. and to score quickly. So they're gonna be able to control the pace of the game. If if Dallas can still win with Cooper under center like that, then that's gonna raise some questions. But. I think that if they lose, then they're going to have to look at Dak because Dak gives them that up. That you know, at least that edge on offense. You know, yeah. if their defense, if you can learn to play within the system and take what they're giving him, like Cooper
0: has been playing. Scoring update out of Los Angeles: The Dodgers are up two nothing early on the Padres.
1: Uh, Eric, to your point that you said that he hasn't really won them games this season, not every game, at least in every game, except for last week, he's had over 200 yards passing and a touchdown. Yes.
0: And like I said, although he hasn't been the main reason he's winning games, he's still winning games, still winning, you know, you know, so again, we can say what we want about Cooper Rush, but he's winning games. Yep. All right, Zach mentioned it earlier about Zach Taylor costing the Bengals a win. Yeah, he cost them this one, 19-17, to lost to the Baltimore Ravens in Baltimore on Sunday Night Football. And honestly, like I said, Bengals just gave this game away. They've been giving a lot of
1: games away. Whether yeah. not making plays or making the wrong calls by the coach, it's been happening all over the place. And
0: it's... should have won week one, and they should have won tonight. That is two divisional wins that they could have had that they have thrown away. That is a huge win for Baltimore, who is now first in the AFC North. Almost another game
2: where Baltimore choked a double-digit lead. Yeah, I noticed that, but.
0: Credit, credit where credit's due. Uh Baltimore gets the win. Mark Andrews, eight receptions, 89 yards, one touchdown, but he was not the top tight end performer of the weekend. That went to Travis Kelsey, who had four touchdowns in the Chiefs 30 to 29 comeback win over the Raiders. The Raiders were up 17-0 in this game, but the Chiefs rallied to come back 30 to 29 and win. Uh, going for two was a mistake. <laughs> You know, that was a, a really bad move. I really um, thought
1: the Raiders were going to pull this one out. I really did. I was really kind of the Raiders going into this, this season, and they've just not proved anything to me.
0: And I think – and I got to give credit to John, because John said at the beginning of the year, I don't trust Josh McDaniels. I don't trust Josh McDaniels. I still don't.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's – I mean, like, I, and I was fully ready to be proven wrong, you know, as I have been many times before by coaches and other types of players that I've doubted, no, you, but you
0: hit this one right on the head.
2: Yeah. It's, it's, been... it's, it's, it's a broken a book. You know what they say? A broken clock is right twice,
0: uh, right twice today. So it's been five weeks and he has been, he has shown us nothing. And the other story from this game is in regards to Javante Adams after this game, He shoved a, I believe it was a cameraman, down to the ground. He apologized on social media, but the cameraman is filing a police report.
1: Oh, is he really?
0: Yeah, he's filing that one, like the
1: guy that rushed the field (laughs) other
0: week. That's two weeks in a row. But this one rightfully so. He went to the hospital. (laughs) Did he? With injuries, yeah. I mean, come on.
1: It was so unnecessary, like... You know it's unprofessional, and you shouldn't be doing that off the sideline. You should. You just, it's different with what that other guy happened last week. He was literally choosing to break the law and run onto the field. This guy was supposed to be there, and he didn't see that he was one walking right in front of him, and he just threw him to the side.
0: Devontae instead of 124 yards, two touchdowns. Yep. So yeah, as we thought it was going to be a Raider win, but 17 nothing. Yep. You know, they had it, and then they didn't. <laughs> Simple enough. Chiefs moved to four and one and they have an amazing matchup when it comes to week six that we are going to get to. right now as a matter of fact, week six in the National Football League, uh, now, granted, we do not have Trish's picks for this week. Okay. Can we can I make his picks? can, can you make his picks? Yeah, i'm gonna I'm gonna make his picks for him.
1: We did it for John. We can do it for Trish. I feel.
2: Right. I feel like it'd be fun to see, like for you to make picks as Trish to see how close you would be. And what he
0: actually would do. I'm gonna be in Trish's mindset. Yes. Right. I mean, I mean, I know you're picking the Giants for him. I'll say that. Well, yeah, you have to. That's yeah. a given. That that's that is a given. But this is a. I will say this. I will get Trish's picks whether oh. before before the next episode. I will. However, let's do that. Let's do a little test. Let's let's have Zach pick for Trish. Want to pick for Trish? Let's
2: see how accurate he
0: is. And see how accurate he is. So I'm gonna put, I'm gonna write down Trish, and I'm gonna write down Zach as Trish. Okay, good. So I'm gonna put put uh, Zach as Trish right above where Trish would be, and we'll compare. And we'll see how. How close again doesn't have to be right? It's just how close to Trish's legitimate picks. No, you are. So let's start off with Thursday night football. D- do we really want to watch this? The one and four commanders on Prime Video travel to Soldier Field to take on the Chicago Bears. Tom and Tony both have the commanders, as am I. I am taking the commanders on the road. Let's start with with Zach. Um, who are you taking? Commanders or Bears? And who would you take? If you if you were Trish, um, as me, I think I would take the Bears. I listen. I was considering taking the Bears.
1: Bears are two and zero oh at home. They're on. Uh, they're on prime time. I think they
0: can pull it out. Our barstool sports guy is back. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, our barstool sports book guy is back. Um, Let me see what the stat is. You want do you want me to pull up the the stats? I have them. First. I got it here. We're good. Okay. Uh, so who would who would Trish pick? Do we think
1: I'm gonna go? Trish wouldn't want to pick the Commanders, so I, I, would say, say, oh.
0: I think he'd pick the Bears here. Yes, he would. Um, so John, who are you taking here while Zach pulls up the stats? Commanders or Bears? Bears have won the amount of
2: the – the, they've won their amount of games for the yeah, – I, I, I just realized that,
1: so yeah. I,
0: I'm, I'm not even going to ask. <laughs> yeah. A hot tip good is time. a good one. Oh, good one. It's in my favor.
1: The home team has won each of the Bears' last seven games. Ooh. Yes.
2: I'm looking at the Bears' schedule here, and I really am. I'm just checking myself. The only <laughs> games I could see them winning, actually – are potentially against the Lions or the Falcons. Oof.
0: Although well, they could beat Washington.
2: Yeah, I mean, I guess, but I, I listen, I I have more faith in Washington, I guess, than everyone else, but I I feel like their offense isn't the problem. You know, oh, if yeah. their defense.
0: Oh, they're playing Buffalo week 16. Yeah. I can't wait to see the spread on that one.
2: That's gonna be fun.
0: One o'clock on Fox, the three and two San Francisco 49ers travel down to Atlanta to take on the two and three Atlanta Falcons. Both Tony and Tom are taking the 49ers, as am I. I am taking the 49ers on the road. Uh Zach, who are you gonna take? Niners or Falcons? I think I gotta take the 49ers here. I think Garoppolo's he's
1: working uh, he's working hard. He's gonna be he's gonna turn around this week.
0: I don't know where I was going with that. And I I believe I don't want to pick for you, but I believe Trish would also take the 49ers here. Yeah, I think he would too. He wouldn't be going with the bird team, that's for sure. Yeah. But, John, as a, as a bird team connoisseur that you are, are you going to take the bird team here? Are you going to roll with no. the 49ers?
2: No, no. I got
0: to I gotta go with
2: my my gut here and take the Niners. I the heart wants what the heart wants. Uh,
1: top tip for this game, Falcons have covered the spread in each of their
0: last five games. That is definitely good to know. One o'clock on CBS. The two and three Patriots travel to Cleveland to take on the two and three Cleveland Browns. Tom is going Browns. Tony's going Browns. I am also going to, I'm actually going to take, you know what? Yeah. I'm going to take the new England Patriots on the road. Impressive showing against the lions, you know, no reason to, to not ride that against the Cleveland Browns. Zach, who are you going to take here? New England or Cleveland?
1: Uh, so I'm going to, Do it based on the hot tip. The Browns have lost each of their last three games against uh, a team that has held a losing record. So I'm going to go with the Patriots. Um, And I think Trish would go with the Browns at home. Kobe Brissett.
0: I know know he's a big Kobe Brissett guy. Yes, he is. John, who are you taking in the Bill Belichick revenge team? I'm going
2: to take the Browns here, I think. Uh, Yeah, I don't like I, I mean, honestly, I mean, I can't, can't really discount the Patriots considering what we just saw them do with the Lions, but I, on paper, the Browns have enough offense to overcome that.
0: One o'clock on Fox, the a battle of three and two teams. The New York Jets travel to Lambeau Field to take on the Green Bay Packers. I'm not going to read Tony and Tom's picks. I want John to predict what Tony and Tom's picks are
2: uh packers
0: both of them indeed took the packers i yes. am taking the jets on the road
2: and i i am riding with you man i i feel good being able to take my team actually with a somewhat somewhat confidence the last two with some dignity the last two weeks so yeah i'm gonna keep this going until it falls
0: off zach what about you are you gonna join tony and tom or john and myself
1: so, the Packers have covered the spread in 14 of their last 17 games following a loss. I don't think that continues here. I think the Jets are good. The Jets are on a hot streak and the Packers are not. I'm going to take the Jets.
0: Yes. That's I, I have a feeling Trish would take the Packers, by the way. He would. Yeah, he
1: would take the Packers.
0: He sounds he like loves,
2: he, he loves the Packers, man. He loves Aaron Rodgers.
0: He does. So, believe it or not, assuming Trish does take the Packers, that is a split. Imagine saying that at the start of the year that the Jet Packer game is going to be a split.
1: Yeah.
0: Battle in the AFC South, one o'clock on CBS. The two and three Jacksonville Jaguars travel to Indianapolis to take on the two, two and one Indianapolis Colts. Tom is taking the Jaguars. Tony's taking the Jaguars. I am also taking the Jaguars on the road. Zach, are you going to go Jaguars or Colts? The home team has won each of the
1: last 10 games between Jaguars and Colts. And the last time I took, saw that stat, I took the Jaguars at home. I'm going to have to take the Colts at home here.
0: Zach, you reading that hot tip, just changed things for me. I'm switching to Indianapolis. It, I forgot that this was the, the, uh, the 10 straight home, home wins. Yeah,
1: and it, it um, happened last, earlier this year against the Jaguars. And it, it might happen again. I think Trish
0: yeah. take the Colts here. I, th- I think I think so as well, especially after hearing yeah. that hot tip. And again, we also got to remember the Jaguars just put up six points against the Houston Texans here. They did, yes. John, are you gonna ride with us by taking the Colts?
2: Uh, no, yeah, totally, guys. I mean, I think if you ask me that, the Colts just like a, I mean, like the, the last ten matchups between the Jaguars and them, I think that that's gonna keep going until
0: further notice. So I'll I'll go with that until it stops. Another one of our interconference games. One o'clock on Fox. The four and one Minnesota Vikings. Oh, the battle of my two favorite teams. The four and one Minnesota Vikings travel to Miami to take on the three and two Miami Dolphins. Tom taking the Dolphins. Tony's taking the Dolphins. I'm taking the Vikings at home. I don't think it's going to be two under center. I think it's going to be Teddy Bridgewater or Skylar Thompson. I think either way, Minnesota gets the win. Zach, are you going to take my boys or are you going to go with the Finns?
1: Yeah, I don't know why Tony, even Tony this week took the Jets or the Dolphins and I told him to make a parlay for me because I was in Maryland and he took the, the Dolphins over the Jets. I, I was very confused by that pick and he's doing it again. So I cannot go with Tony and his crazy delusions that he thinks that the Miami Dolphins without Tua is going to win. So give me the Vikings and the Dolphins have won each of the last eight home games, but I don't think that matters.
0: That is a good stat to know though. Still, I believe Trish would take the Dolphins by the way. He would. Yes. Uh, John, are you gonna go Vikings or Dolphins?
2: I'm, I'm gonna go Vikings here, but if Tua were to play, that would change my pick a little bit. But don't think
1: I'm, you pull though. Uh, I really don't. After two weeks straight <laughs> of those big hits, John,
2: mm,
1: I don't. I, they're waiting. They're gonna. They're gonna wait.
2: No, I, I don't think he's gonna play. That's what I'm saying. But Tua, yeah, I'm just saying, I'm not, the Dolphins yeah. with Tua and without him, they're different beasts. I mean. Their record with him speaks for itself. With, with and without him, speaks for
1: itself.
0: Yep. Yeah, I was gonna say I'm not giving you the two of clause after the the <laughs> chaos that happened two weeks ago, <laughs> three weeks, three weeks ago. The Godwin years. Clause. Godwin Clause. One o'clock on CBS. The defending AFC champion Cincinnati Bengals travel to the Superdome to take on the two and three New Orleans Saints. Both Tom and Tony believe that the Bengals are going to get back on track by beating the Saints. I do as well. Zach, are you going to go with the Bengals? Um, each of the Bengals' last 10 games have gone under, and the Bengals have
1: covered the spread in seven of their last eight road games. Hmm, minus two spread. Yeah. I... You know what? No, I'm going Saints at home.
0: I respect it. I respect it. I think Church would take the Bengals. I believe Trish will take the Bengals as well. John, are you going to take the uh, the home underdog Saints? or Are you going to go with Cincinnati? I'm
2: taking I'm taking Joe Burrow and the Bengals and his return to New Orleans. To, this is his homecoming game, man. This is going right. to be this is Jamar huge Jamar for Chase. him and Jamar
1: Chase. Same They're going to put on a show. Totally forgot about that. I don't care though.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh one o'clock on cbs the three and two baltimore ravens travel to metlife stadium to take on the four and one new york giants this is our first split between tom and tony tony's taking the ravens tom is taking the giants i'm taking baltimore on the road i'm not even gonna ask that because i know what his and trish's would be yep it's gonna be the giants what is your hot
1: tip though not very good in the case of the Giants. Giants have failed to cover the spread in each of the last five games against AFC North opponents.
0: It's been a while since they played AFC North teams, though. Yeah, it's been a while. Giants it's also have an eighty percent cover rate this year. That's that's good. John, are you going to go Giants or Ravens? I'm going to go Ravens here.
2: Listen, there's no shame in being there's no shame in being four and two, Zach. But uh. I think the I think the Ravens like and I I don't know how you guys are going to cover Lamar, that's that's my that's my thing.
0: Yeah. One o'clock on Fox. I think this might be a unanimous one. The three and two Buccaneers traveling to Pittsburgh. Tom Brady playing the Pittsburgh Steelers <laughs> once again. Tom's picking the Bucks. Tony's picking the Bucks. I'm picking the Bucks. Is anybody here taking the Steelers? Mm-hmm. Give me the Steelers. Really? Yeah. I like Kenny Pickett with a little bit of an easier task on his second game. Um, I do believe Trisha would take the Bucks. He would take the Bucks. yes.
1: I think uh, Kenny Pickett has a little bit of an easier game coming off Buffalo. and he looked good
0: against Buffalo,
1: I think he turns it around, scores a couple touchdowns, and surprises a few people.
0: To Zach's point, he did improve throughout the, that game. He did. As the game went on. Uh, so... Five one in favor of, um, in favor of Tampa. Again, presuming Trish, Trish's picks match up with ours. They are, They will. This might be another unanimous one here. Four oh five on Fox. The one in four Carolina Panthers traveling to LA to take on the Los Angeles Rams. Both of the pickaniches have the Rams. I have the Rams as well. Is anybody taking the Panthers?
1: Got to take the Rams here.
0: Got to take the Rams. Yeah. I, I believe Trish has the Rams. Trish
2: yeah. can the Rams too. It it would be really funny though, if like, you know, the typical weird thing that happens after coaches get fired and the team just plays really hard and they win the game after that. It'd be really funny if that happened against the Rams.
0: Oh man. Imagine if Steve Wilkes' first win of the year comes at the hands of the defending Super Bowl champs. PJ
2: Walker beats the Defending Super Bowl Champs.
0: Oh, John, it's the second week in a row where you get two bird teams against each other. 405 on Fox, the two and three Cardinals traveling to Seattle to take on the two and three Seahawks. Uh, Tony is taking the Seahawks. Tom is taking the Seahawks. I am also taking the Seahawks at home. Zach, are you going to go Seahawks or Cardinals? I'm going to take the Seahawks home dogs. Yeah. When is the last time they were underdogs in the 12th man? Well, I think week one. Road team has won
1: eight of the uh, Cardinals' last nine games. That's the that's really? tip here. Also, the Cardinals have covered the spread in six of their last seven games against the Seahawks, but it's okay.
0: Who do you think Trish would pick?
1: I think Trish would go with Kyler Murray. I think he would too. I was... And the Seahawks. That's what I think.
0: Kyler Murray and the Seahawks? Or Kyler what? Murray? And... Sorry. Sorry. Against, the That's okay. right. Right. John. This this is your type of game. Who are you taking, Cardinals or Hawks? Um, like
2: I'm picking, I'm picking hair. Harris here, man. I don't know. I like both of these teams a lot, and honestly, it's a tough one because both of their defenses are kind of dog shit.
0: <laughs> yeah, I like. How uh, funny he is with that.
2: Arizona, like Arizona, is getting Hopkins back though. This week, are they not? Uh,
0: six game suspension. He should be coming back. This oh, time.
2: Week seven. Week seven. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So you know what? Let Gino. I'm gonna. I'm gonna go with Seattle. Gino's been cooking lately. Let's see. Let's see him if he gets keeps us going another week against the Cardinals. Yeah, give me the Seahawks.
0: Game of the week right here. And if you say otherwise, I'm sorry, you're wrong. Four twenty-five on CBS in the game that should be Sunday Night Football. This game should be. I'm sorry. Yeah, it should be. The 4-1 and Buffalo Bills traveling to Arrowhead Stadium to take on the Kansas City Chiefs. The 4-1 and Kansas City Chiefs, in my opinion, the two favorites right now for the Super Bowl. Both Tom and Tony are taking the Bills. I'm taking the Chiefs at home. The home field advantage in Arrowhead, I think, is what's going to give them this advantage. Zach, probably the best game of the year so far. Who are you going with? Chiefs have won 10 of their last 11 home games. That's what I'm saying with
1: the event really the arrowhead. Like, they've also covered the spread in six of their last seven games. They are plus two and a half at the moment. Oh
0: god. The Chiefs are home you. dogs. <laughs> Give me the Chiefs at home. And I think Trish takes the Bills. I think Trish would take the Bills as well. John, this this is one that we've I know the two of us have been talking about for a little while. Bills or Chiefs.
2: Oh man, I'm gonna I'm taking the Chiefs here. I think I think if the Chiefs whoa, one, I think that the Chiefs can win this game. I think that they will win this game. And if when they win this game, the Jets will be first seed in the AFCs. So That'd I'm be- taking the Chiefs.
0: Sunday night football on NBC eight twenty pm. The Cowboys at four and one, taking on the undefeated Philadelphia Eagles. Tony is taking the Eagles. Tom is taking the Eagles. I believe this will be the week where Cooper Rush's luck comes to an end. I am taking the Eagles at home. Zach, are you going Eagles or Cowboys?
1: I'm going to have to go Eagles here. Favorites have won each of the Eagles' last 11 games.
0: Eagles have been favorites in every game so far. I can can pick up on that. Uh, I believe Trish would go. I don't know. He might go Cowboys here. Yeah, I think you would go Cooper Rush. By the way, if Trish does update his picks, it will be announced on the later week episode. Yep. Uh, John, are you going to go Cowboys or Eagles? I'm going with the bird team here. I mean, Eagles look like
2: the most complete team in the NFC right now, to be honest, from defense to offense. And the Cowboys have been winning these games with a smothering defense. So we'll see what if that can keep up when they're playing against. I think, I think Eagles, the Eagles are probably the best. No, I mean, they put the, the Rams played the. I mean, have the Cowboys really been challenged like that on offense yet or no? Not really. It was supposed to be last Sunday. It wasn't. Yeah, the Rams have really been underwhelming so far. So I feel like this is their true
0: first test. So, I mean, the are Eagles. We any- are we in agreement that this week's slate of games is the best so far? I think so. Yeah, I think so. Monday night football. Oh, my God. They're in Monday night again? The two Oh, and well, they, were, in, they were on Thursday night last week. I know. They're getting another Prime Prime time game.
1: Yeah, and they're playing
0: yeah. Christmas, too. The 2-3 and three Denver Broncos traveling to Los Angeles to take on the 3-2 and two Los Angeles Chargers. Tony is going Chargers. Tom's going Chargers. I'm also going to go Chargers here uh zach who are you going with chargers or broncos i gotta go chargers i have no faith in
1: russell wilson i saw a video of him faking like giving handshakes as he runs out on the practice field and uh i just don't think that's the move i think trish would go
0: chargers too he would broncos have failed to cover the spread in seven of the last eight road games oh and and it has shown uh john chargers or broncos uh
2: broncos country let's die i'm taking the chargers
0: Clade <laughs> clean sweep in favor of the chargers <laughs> so that's our picks for week six uh the, the yankees guardian game is currently in a commercial break 4-1, 4-1 still 4-1 still 4-1 yeah. in favor of the yankees and the, i believe the dodgers are still winning over the san diego padres uh happy baseball playoffs everybody And enjoy week six. This is going to be an amazing week. Every episode of the Too Many Men Sports podcast is available wherever you get your podcast. Uh, The guys will be back later in the week to talk about the Thursday night festival that is going to be Washington, Chicago. And who knows? Maybe I'll be on. Depends on when. Depends on when it comes out. (laughs) So anyway, we will see you later for another episode of Too Many Men